Do you know that somebody always has one of these at any given time? I do right now. I got a freaking cold. No, no, not the Rona, not the flu, or some, you know, avian aggravation. It's just a plain old run-of-the-mill, make-you-feel-shitty cold. Now, don't worry, you're not going to catch one from listening to this. But I have been told that this podcast does produce nausea in a few who have listened. Hmm. So grab your tissues. No, 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 not to blow your nose. It's going to be for the crying. And you're going to find out why on this illin' and chillin' podcast, the one we call Street Curb Curiosity. Ah, yeah, yes, yes. Yes, I have a cold. Ugh, just a just a lousy, plain, ordinary cold. And I will do my best not to sneeze on you or even sneeze during the podcast. And no, I do not want to shake your hand. See, I'm I'm taking the high road. But yeah, it's a freaking cold. You know, you know, runny nose, you feel a little tired, you're kind of sore, and you're a little bit cranky. Ugh. But I am here to suffer through this disease to share how common oh, the common cold actually is. I mean, do you know even why they call it a common cold? Because everybody gets one of these damn things. Do you know the average person, people like you and me, we get two or three colds a year, maybe even four. Kids? Kids get eight to ten colds a year. The little freaking germ factories? Do you know that we get one billion colds every year in the United States of America? Now, I have to admit, I haven't had a cold for about a year and a half, so, you know, of course, yes, I guess I'm below average. Duh. You don't have to remind me. But you know how it starts. Yeah, you're a little achy. You don't feel quite right. And then you sneeze once. Then you sneeze again. Like, what the hell? Then the nose starts to run. You just don't feel right. And, you know, to me, this is actually the worst part of a cold. You know, you know that you're going to be feeling like shit in about two days. And whiskey doesn't even taste right, damn it. Ugh, you feel a cold coming on. Ah, well, there, my podcast person. I'm here to tell you we're going to learn some stuff together. We're not going to be holding hands or anything because, well, you know, germs and stuff, but we're going to learn stuff together. So the next time you're sick, when you get a cold, you are going to think of me. Ah, thinking of me. And I will wear that like a badge of honor. But first, let's start with, well, the cold itself. Do you know why they, they, meaning the experts, they, they even call it a cold? Well, you've learned already why we call it a common cold, because we all freaking have one. But do you know why we even call it a cold? Oh, hmm. So you lay in bed at night pondering stuff like this, do you? Well, pay attention. You'll learn something here. A cold, the name a cold, comes from the 16th century. We call it a cold, or they called it a cold back then, because, well, they kind of felt that it was what you felt like when you were out in the cold weather. You got a runny nose, you got the shakes, etc., 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 so we call it a cold. And if you think about 10 minutes of this podcast is going to make you queasy, I'm here to tell you that that cold you're going to get, it's going to last for about a week, and there is not a damned thing you can do about it. Yeah, it's going to start with that runny nose, then you're going to get the cough, then you're going to get the sore throat, and then the sneezing of the tissues, and you're going to talk stuffy. And no, you do not starve a cold, or feed a cold and starve a fever, or feed a cold, or whatever that. It doesn't work. Eat something, okay? Your body needs the energy. I mean, look at you. You're a mess. What you should do, and this is true for anybody who has a cold, you should get some sleep. Don't work through it. Don't exercise through it. And no, sweating doesn't work it out of your system. You got to sleep through it. Now, maybe a light workout is going to help break up some of that congestion. 
but it's just not going to shorten your misery. Your misery is going to be five to seven days, so suck it up. Now, when writing this podcast, a friend of mine opined, I told him about it, like, why can't we find a cure? Well, let me tell you why there is no cure for the common cold. It's because of the pharmaceutical companies. Ah, come on, that's just a little drug humor. No, it's not that. It's because there are over 200 different types of viruses, viruses, viruses that cause this mess. So there is no really one cold. It's just a whole bundle of different shit that you got going on. It's like your sock drawer. There's stuff all over the place. And to make matters worse, these little bastard bugs can live up for two days out on their own, on your phone, on your keyboard, a doorknob, on jars, beer bottles, bottles of whiskey. Oh my God. And you know how you get this cold? It's through your eyes. They don't crawl into your skin. That would be a great movie, but no, the little germs don't crawl into your skin. These little bastards sit on stuff for, like I said, like two days and they wait and they wait and they wait until you get them on your hands. And then you do that dirty deed. Ah, you know what you do. It's what we all do. You wipe your eyes. Ugh! You wipe your eyes, the little germs jump into your eyes, they get into your nose, they get into your sinuses, and it's all downhill from there. We all do this, and we all get a cold three, four times a year. But I stay healthy, Mr. Podcast Host. I eat my vegetables, and and I eat my fruit. BFD, my little listener. All that healthy shit will not keep you from getting a cold. Now, now it may make it a little shorter and a little less of a pain in the ass, but you've got the misery. Oh, but I also pop vitamins C and B and D. Well, enjoy peeing yellow, because that's about as far as it's going to go for you when it comes to having a cold. You're just not going to do anything. Well, there's one thing you can do to try to help minimize everything, and that's wash your hands, you freaking pig, and keep your hands out of your eyes. Repeat after me. I'm going to wash my hands, and I'm going to keep my hands out of my eyes. And that's about as far as it goes, regardless of what your grandmother taught you years ago. We have tried other remedies, however. Uh, For example, lizard soup. Leeches. God knows a little bloodletting. Well, that's got to help somehow, right? Well, there's also eating pickles, mom's chicken soup. Grease your throat with some chicken fat, then tie dirty socks around your neck. (laughs) Yeah, they used to do that kind of crazy shit. And did it work? No, I don't think so. But it did come from England. Thank you for that, guys. Turnips, garlic. In the 1800s, you got a mustard plaster on your chest. No, not Vicks Vapor Rub. Mustard. The ancient Chinese and the Native Americans. Well, they used ancient natural herbs. Ah, it's got to work, right? Nah, that shit doesn't work either. In Korea, well, you can have some peach black pear tea. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. That tastes good but you're still going to have a cold. You know, we've had colds, God, way back, over 30,000 years we have recorded history of colds. This shit is not new, even for the modern man and woman. We've been pissy about getting the sniffles, God, since since the last ice age, back when we were still like, shall we say, co-mingling with Neanderthals, or Neanderthals, depending on how you say it. Oh, I, I, I could hear it now. Mom, Mom, I can't, I can't go hunt a woolly mammoth today. Uh, I have a cold cold. People, 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 you're just going to have to give up on it. You're going to get a cold. But I am also here to tell you, you can calm down the symptoms. People have used catnip, 
cayenne pepper, ginger, rosemary. Ooh, and don't forget about those leeches. Bloodletting, it's the highlight of this podcast. Now, you may feel a little bit better, but you still have a few days of fun ahead of you. Five to seven, there's no getting over that shit. So just drink plenty of water and rest. Yeah, you're gonna have to trust me. That is about the best that you can do. But but what to do? I have to do something. I don't want to get a cold. You think it's fun having a runny nose? Well, it's snot. Snot? Okay, fine, I'll move on. But I do have some good news. Do you know that you are the most contagious on the first two days of feeling shitty? I mean, yes, you can give somebody a cold over the entire length of your malaise, but it's the first two days that are the most critical in terms of spreading that disease. Those nasal secretions? Ah, they are just chock full of the virus. Ah, but what helps? Now, you may have heard me say this before, Wash your freaking hands, you heathen. You can spread a cold as long as you're feeling shitty, like I said, but it's those first few days that matter most. Do you remember the good old days back when you used to go to work, when when people would come to work feeling lousy? Uh, I'm here to finish that report. I have a cold or a flu. Uh, 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 I could work through this. And then after a day or two of getting worse and having people yell at them and telling them to go to fuck home, they finally would. After they finally spread the bug around the entire office, everybody was sick. The bastards, if you're sick, stay home. What does a spy do when they get a cold? Well, they go undercover. Ooh, you like that one? Well, what does a vampire take for a cold? Coffin medicine, of course. (laughs) I see tears in your eyes. I'm sure it's from the jokes or, or maybe from that cold that you have. Hence the reason you needed that tissue from the very beginning of this episode. Here is some irony. Your dog or cat can also get a cold, but it's not the same kind of cold as yours. You can't give it to them. They can't give it to you. You're just not going to get fluffy sick. They may lick your face. But don't worry, that virus ain't going to touch them. So snuggle up on the couch, grab those tissues, and give them a treat while you're at it, okay? Oh, God, we've come to the controversial part of this episode. Oh, man, I'm feeling shitty from this cold. I I don't even know if I want to dip my toe in the mask world. Masks? Should you wear a mask? Ugh. Okay, you're either going to smile or you're going to find this informative or you're just going to get pissed at me. I'm not sure which one it's going to be, but here we go. Wear a mask if you are the sick one. If you got to go around people and you got a cold, put a mask on. That will help you from spreading your freaking cold all over the place. But wearing a mask to keep from getting a cold? (laughs) Nah, not so much. Oh, look, you touched it. You wiped your eyes. You are screwed. Remember that little informational nugget from a few minutes ago? You have an issue, so here's your tissue. Oh, but Mr. Podcast Host, how, how do I know what I have? Do I, do I have a cold or do, do I have the flu? Well, a cold has mild symptoms, unless you are one of them. You know, like the old joke, only a woman giving childbirth without an epidermal can understand the pain of a guy with a cold. Freaking men, you babies. Well, with a cold, look, you're going to have the runny nose. You're going to be tired, maybe a cough, maybe a sore throat. But with the flu, whoa, big fever, very achy muscles. Your head is just pounding and you've got massive fatigue. You are miserable. Sort of the same symptoms as listening to this podcast. You know, the achoo of audio. Oh, bless you. From the Runny Nose podcast, the one that we call Street Curb Curiosity.